Welcome to Stories of Rune Terra. My name is Guy Black, or Ravenhood on the interwebs, and I'm just a humble storyteller here to draw you into the vast world of Rune Terra by Riot Games. The Riot Games community has crafted an incredible universe where demons of every shape and size exact their will on wayward souls. Each week, we jump into the Riot Games universe and narrate something from the world of Runeterra off of the Riot Games universe site. Think of this entire project as, as you've heard it before, an audiobook of League stories and lore. This week's story, another fan request in our almost, I guess, month of fan requests, is Evelyn, Agony's Embrace. And now for my terrible impression. What are you doing tonight? How about we get together and unlock that vast well of torment inside of you? Within the dark seams of Rune Terra, the demon Evelyn searches for her next victim. She lures in prey with the voluptuous facade of a human female, though once a person succumbs to her charms, Evelyn's true form is unleashed. Then she subjects her victim to unspeakable torment, gratifying herself with their pain. To the demon, these liaisons are innocent flings. To the rest of Runeterra, there are ghoulish tales of lust gone awry and horrific reminders of the cost of wanton desire. Evelyn was not always a skilled huntress. She began eons ago as something primordial, shapeless, and barely sentient. The nascent wisp of shadow existed, numb and unroused by any stimulation, for centuries. It might have remained so had the world not been upended by conflict. The Rune Wars, as they would come to be known, brought an era of mass suffering to the world that it had never known before. As people across Runeterra began to experience a vast array of pain, anguish, and loss, the shadows stirred. The nothingness it had known for so long had been replaced by the manic vibrations of an agonized world. The creature quivered with excitement. As the Rune Wars escalated, the world's torment grew so intense that the shadow felt as if it might burst. It drank in all of Runeterra's pain, which it experienced as boundless pleasure. The sensation nourished the creature, and over time, it transformed into something more. It became a demon, a ravenous spiritual parasite that fed on the basest of human emotions. When the wars finally ended... The world's suffering waned, and the demon found itself growing desperate. The only true pleasure it had ever known was born of other creatures' misery. Without their pain, it felt nothing, just as it had in its earliest days. If the world would not provide the suffering the demon needed to thrive, it would have to make its own. It needed to inflict pain on other beings so that it could experience that elation again. At first, catching prey was a challenge for the demon. It could move undetected in its shadow form, but to touch a human, the creature needed to manifest as something tangible. It made several attempts to fashion a physical body from its shadow flesh, but each result was more monstrous than the last, scaring off her prey. 
The demon realized it needed a shape that was pleasing to humans. One that would not only lure them right into its claws, but would offer them ecstasy born of their own desires, so that their pain would be that much sweeter. From the shadows, it began to study those it sought to prey upon. It tailored its flesh to their liking, learned to say what they wanted to hear, and to walk in a manner they found alluring. In a matter of weeks, the demon had perfected her physique, leading dozens of enamored victims to be tortured to death at her hands. Though she relishes the exquisite pain of each of her victims, she always finds herself wanting more. Each human's desires are so small, and they always expire too soon. Their pain, too fleeting to give her anything more than tiny morsels of pleasure, is just enough to tide her over to the next feeding. She yearns for the day when she can plunge the world into utter chaos, and she can return to an existence of pure, rapturous ecstasy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks again, everybody, for jumping in and listening to Stories of Terra. I appreciate it immensely. Uh, I don't really have a vignette for this one. It runs right into the biography. So we're going to get started. Again, if you've guys got a champ that you're interested in hearing me read the lore for, then reach out on Instagram, uh, Twitter. I'm not on there very much anymore, and I'm actually trying to be on social media in general less. Uh, or on TikTok. Uh, or you can even answer the question on some of the previously posted episodes on what uh, champs you'd like to hear. But thank you so much for everyone who follows along. And uh, I'm going to have to be sultry tonight. And I guess that's, uh, that, that is what it is. Hopefully you enjoy it. I guess? Hmm. Today's story is entitled The Tallest Daisy and it's by John O'Brien. Evelyn slinked through the teeming streets, the shadows of her body blending seamlessly with the night. Her eyes glinted within the gloom. Though the only keenest observer would have noticed, drunks, sailors, and harlots chatted in a nearby thoroughfare, blissfully unaware that they were being watched by a demon in the dark. The demon, on the other hand, saw them all with perfect clarity and judged them with the most discerning eye. Evelyn's gaze settled on a man lying in the gutter, a bottle of beet wine dangling from his hands. Ordinarily, the demon wouldn't give a second thought to someone in his condition, but she had not fed in days and she found herself desperate enough to consider the man, if only for a moment. It would be so easy. All she needed was to lure him to one of the numerous alleys far from the glow of the street lamps. The thought perished as she watched a cockroach scurry across the drunk's face. 
This man was too inebriated to feel. His arousal would be vague and muted, with none of the urgent attraction she loved to see in her victims before she brought them low. She might even flay an entire arm before he mustered a scream. And that was the problem. Over the course of countless feedings, Evelyn had learned everything about her palate. She preferred, no, needed her victims to feel every prick, every bite, every bit of flesh she peeled away with her claws. The man in this condition would be dull and unfulfilling, scarcely worth her time. <sighs> she dismissed the drunk and continued down the muddy promenade, past the windows of a dank candlelit tavern. A fat, belching woman threw open its door and stumbled out into the night, grasping a half-eaten turkey leg. For a moment, Evelyn considered the woman. Ooh, how she might woo her into an embrace and then into the unspeakable hell that would follow. The demon watched as the woman wolfed down the rest of the meat, never tasting it. There was something deep inside her, a melancholy that would taint the experience. Ah. Evelyn preferred inflicting the pain herself. The demon moved on, gliding through the shadows of the town, over two more drunks, past a beggar asking for alms, between a couple in the midst of an argument. Evelyn found them all completely unappealing. Hurting them would be like plucking a flower that had already wilted. She preferred her daisies tall and healthy for those were the most satisfying to cut down. A dreadful thought overtook her. Perhaps she'd made a mistake choosing this wretched backwater as her hunting ground. Perhaps at any moment the thrill from her last victim might wear off, leaving only the nothingness, the utterly empty space inside where her feelings should be. And then she saw him. The gentleman was positively beaming as he exited one of the high-end pubs. He was dapper without being flashy, and he hummed a jaunty tune to himself as he set off down the street with a bouquet of flowers tucked gingerly in the fold of his arm. The two lashers on Evelyn's back writhed with excitement. Even from a distance, she sensed this man would be completely content in his own skin. She dashed after the gentleman, taking great care not to lose track of her prey or to alert him to her presence. He walked for nearly half an hour before finally turning up a long walkway toward a modestly sized cut stone manor. At the end of the path, the man stepped through the heavy oak door to his home. Evelyn held her unblinking gaze on the windows of the man's house as they lit one by one with warm candlelight. A slender, austere woman in a high-necked evening gown entered and greeted the man with a welcoming embrace. She feigned a slight surprise at the flowers he had bought before placing them in a clean vase right next to an old bouquet. The demon's interest grew. A moment later, two children, scarcely out of diapers, ran into the room and threw their arms around the man's legs, their wide grins sparkling with tiny teeth. Though the scene played out like the epitome of domestic bliss, Evelyn knew what she would find if she probed just a little deeper. She waited patiently, watching the candles all go out one by one, 
until the parlor remained lit. And that was all. The man was alone, settling into a reading chair to draw on his pipe. Evelyn crept out of the shadows, her dark, wispy limbs giving way to warm flesh. Her demonic lashes disappeared behind her back, revealing a shapely female form with curves too generous for any eye to ignore. Her hips waggled softly as she sauntered across the lawn to the window. She was nearly an arm's length from the glass when she saw the man bolt upright from his chair at the sight of her, his pipe nearly falling from his mouth. Evelyn beckoned with a single finger, motioning for the man to come join her outside. The man crept to the front door and opened it tentatively, curious to investigate the strange beauty lurking outside his window. He approached her on the lawn with great apprehension and greater anticipation. Who... Who are you? He asked timidly. I'm whatever you want me to be, assured the demon. As Evelyn locked eyes with the man, she plumbed the depths of his soul and found exactly what she was looking for. That tiny lesion of discontent that festered within even the happiest person. There it is, she thought. All that he wants and cannot have. My, uh, my, my family, the man said, unable to finish his thought. The demon leaned close. Shh, it's okay, she whispered in the man's ear. I, I know what you want and the guilt you feel for wanting it. Let it go. She pulled back to find the man hopelessly captivated. Can I have you? He asked, ashamed of his brazenness, but overcome by a strange desire to take her there, right there on the lawn. Why, of course, honey. That's why I'm here, said the demon. He touched her face with the tips of his fingers, caressing her cheek. She held his hand firmly to her skin and released a soft, sultry chuckle. This sweet, tender, happy man would be hers tonight. He had so much pain to give, and she would take it all. From behind them, the shuffling of slippered feet sounded from the open doorway of the house. Is everything okay, love? Asked the man's wife. Everything's going to be wonderful, my darling. The demon answered for the dumbstruck man. The deal had become even sweeter. And the prospects more enticing. There was one daisy in full flower to pluck. And one bulb to bloom while it watched. Well, uh, yeah, um, well, golly gee, that was, uh, what you might call a, um, 
a bit of a bit of a story there. So, yeah, you know, the perils of unbridled pleasure and lust, something that I would not encourage anyone to partake in um, because of the consequences, as one is wont to see illustrated here. But again, maybe one day uh, the, uh, we'll have some different kinds of episodes where we reflect on virtue through the stories of Runeterra and what it means to be a better person with them. Anyway, so yeah, just, you know... Sometimes they say be kind to strangers on the street because they may be angels. Don't go to strange persons appearing at your window randomly in the middle of the night. They may be demons. They are too... Get off on your pain and suffering. Anyway, that's what we're all going to do tonight, folks. And thanks for listening. And... I'm strange. We'll catch you on the flip side with next week's, uh, again, another fan request. Thanks again. Appreciate you all, and we'll catch you on the flip side.